0: Hello, everyday business leaders. Welcome back to another segment. We are super excited to be here at JP the Geek Studios in Greenwood. And today we have a very special guest. Tiffany Woods is joining us as a five-year celebration where she was on the Everyday Leaders program. So let's find out what's going on in Tiffany's life. Hi, Hi, how are you?
1: (laughs) It's so good to be back.
0: This is a great reunion.
1: It is. And you know, what a great celebration on your behalf too, because when you started the podcast, that was a big milestone for you. And then to see that, you know, the initial was what, 50 podcasts was, you know, there was an end, there was a finish line. (laughs) And here we are five years later and not only... Have you still been going? But it's that and so much more.
0: It's Isn't crazy. it crazy? Yes, yeah. I know, right? The 50 and 50 theme. And when I first called you, you were like, well, what do I have to say? And I'm like, you are a community <laughs> leader. Like All the things mm-hmm. that you are about that you stand for is what today's program is about. Okay, It's bringing the community together to understand that when you take action, mm. people will follow you. So true. It is
1: so So true. true. (laughs) So true. And why are we always so afraid to take action in the first place? Sometimes it's that first step that's the hardest. And -hmm. it's like, why? Mm -hmm. You know, what what prevents people from taking that first step?
0: What prevents people? Mm -hmm. So... When I talked to you five years ago, you were doing things like, oh, we're going to close off the street and have an Easter egg hunt. Yes. And we're going to have the Easter bunny come. We're going to have the kids ride their bikes. So a lot of things have changed in Greenwood specifically since you were doing that. They've redesigned all of Madison Mm -hmm. Avenue. Yes. (laughs) All these shops are opened up. And I know you had a lot of inspiration. You may not have said, like, I want this done. But you were really one of the catalysts to help Greenwood create the ideas of what's possible.
1: Yeah, I don't know if I would call myself a catalyst. I Maybe so. I'm that super <laughs> vocal citizen that just gives my two cents on everything. Um, but I really do, you know, I when we go back and we talk about communities and ownership and why people aren't stepping into things, once you, I, I think once you have that mind shift in your mind to say, I'm not just a homeowner, but this is my community. I own this community. Um, There is no, you know, third party authority that's making the decisions. (laughs) The people in our local government are just that. They are people. They're citizens. They live right down the street from us. Um, You know, I've got two councilmen that lived in my neighborhood and, you know, really great friends that are part of city government. And when you, you break down that label and you're thinking, these people are no different from me. They just simply took a different path career-wise, but our values are the same. Our interests are the same. We want good for the community. Um, And let's get real. When you're in leadership anyways, you're always looking for ideas, you know, feedback from the community. What do you need? What would you like to see? I mean, we were having that conversation (laughs) earlier today. You know, it's Mm -hmm. a common denominator. Mm -hmm. Um, And so I think the second you kind of break that, authority piece down and say, Hey, this is my city. And well, they might not listen to me, but I'm I'm definitely going to give my two cents on, on opinions. I'm going to show up to the meetings. You know, Mm -hmm. I'm going to, to do my civic duty. Um, because boy, sitting, sitting back and just complaining five years down the road about what should have been and could have been isn't, isn't cutting it. Mm -hmm. Um, so yeah, that's kind of always my motto. If you're going to complain, then jump in the
0: meetings and That's start doing true. something. Take a vote, right? Exactly. Take a side and yeah. decide what you want. What's important to you? Right. Right. Well, you have. You're a part of the Greenwood Education Foundation. You're also mm-hmm. a part of uh, being a business owner with your husband. Yes. And so, I think what's interesting is you have all these different dynamics that play in. You've got two little boys. You were a teacher at isom like. You're really connected into the community. And so when people say, oh, what do you believe? Like you have a lot of experience to go by. Mm -hmm. It's not just, I just moved here and I think it needs to be like every other city, right? You were talking five years ago, even I want my kids to grow up in a safe environment that is beautiful, that people care about, that we can leave our doors unlocked and feel safe. And I think that's, that's really what we all want, right? Yeah, right. Yeah. I'm very community driven. It is Mm -hmm. like, even
1: when we talk about work, you know, I kind of look at work as like, oh, that's my work community. This is my school community. (laughs) This is my neighborhood community. Um, But it is, you know, at some point you have to just start taking action. And what better place to take action than the place that you actually live? Mm -hmm. Um, And so, yeah, I'm connected is kind of the byproduct of just simply being involved with people and just socializing, you know. For me, safety was kind of a big piece. That's that's what launched me at the beginning. Safety for my kids. How can I make sure that I'm providing an environment where I'm safe, my kids are safe, and I'm going to let them go outside and play just mm-hmm. like I went outside and played. Um, and I realized that not knowing my neighbors was a huge um, block for me to keep my kids from going out and me feeling comfortable with that. Um, I think it's pretty safe to say we've kind of checked that box now. I'm not sure if anybody, you know, in my neighborhood doesn't know my children. It's maybe almost backfired a little bit. My kids are not going to get away with anything as they get older. It's like, oh, Tiffany, I saw your boys this month. Um, So, but, you know. At some point, we always talk about the good old days and we always talk about, oh, you know, back in the day, it was so much quieter and people were just, you know, more friendly. And eh, at some point, we've lost that sense of how to be friendly. And it's kind of like, all you have to do is start it. Mm-hmm. Um, it, ha- it took off like wildfire in my neighborhood. I will say that. Then it was very exciting to see at the same time um, the city was developing at the same time that our community, our little small neighborhood community was coming together. So being nestled in the heart of Old Town Mm -hmm. Greenwood, watching this redevelopment take place, watching the business owners that, you know, the neighbors have relationships with, kind of all work in unison for the greater good of the city, and then see that vision come together, uh, to see the city government, you know, laying plans and knowing that it takes years for these plans to come together. But seeing the potential of what it could be and is going to be later down the road is, it's a pretty exciting time in Greenwood, I think.
0: It's amazing. Just, I think about County Line Road, Mm. (laughs) you know, (laughs) the county seat and changing all of that, how much more industry has come. Mm -hmm. Being a part of the chamber, like looking at the 200 plus members over the last year that have joined, it's really growing. But to keep that small town feel and making sure that we're still connected. And that's so important. How do you think? What's the, what's the right formula to keep Mm. that such a balance, right? Right. It is such a balance
1: because you want the amenities Mm -hmm. that a big city has to offer, but you still want that connection of knowing people, um, and knowing the businesses and making sure that you have locally owned businesses, but also the big box convenience when you need it. Um, I don't know what the recipe is, (laughs) but I think Greenwood's got it, Mm -hmm. um, And to know that there is a little piece of us being landlocked, I think, that keeps us um, kind of small and keeps that connection there, especially at the school system. Um, You know, we're landlocked school-wise. There's no new kiddos coming in. And so we know what we have to work with. Mm -hmm. We also know uh, our, our teachers, you know, so many of them have been there for decades. And then when they're, you know, being replaced, they're being replaced by a lot of times, graduates, you know, mm-hmm. that have gone through the system of Greenwood and now they've come back to teach. Um, so I do think it does have that small town feel, both with the school system, our festivals that we have, um, but I still think there's so much more potential for more. Mm-hmm. you know, More nonprofits, more groups, more festivals, more ways to connect. We're so close. Yeah. Um, we're so close, and I think we're getting there, especially with building spaces for these groups to to come together. Oftentimes, that's that's. One of the biggest hurdles is finding a place for groups to meet, whether that's indoors or outdoors and whatever your event style might be. You know, we're slowly, we're getting those places to meet. Um, and so that's exciting to see all that diversity kind of come through the community together.
0: Well, I love it. We used to call it Barger Techie, right? I mean... <laughs> okay, that might have been before my time. <laughs> yeah, in your mom's time. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> all right, disclosure, I went to school with Tiffany's mom. <laughs> Smart. Uh, but but here's the thing, right? Barkersville was just Barkersville. Mm-hmm. It was just a place that you drove through. And now I think about all the things that are happening, like the development and the city of Barkersville and everything that we're looking towards. People are like, oh, it's not that far anymore. It's right. kind of like, you know, 25 years ago, if you were in Indianapolis going, I'm going to go to Southport or Greenwood. And so now I love that that community, all of the restaurants, all of the businesses are saying, yeah, I might I might have an establishment here. I'm gonna have a second location. Hi, this is Melanie Ake. When you visit everydayleaders.com, you'll find valuable resources to become a better leader in your life. Women's leadership programs, including top floor women our monthly networking events, corporate workshops, and strategic business coaching services. Discover classes and products to develop yourself including our morning leadership devotionals. Don't forget, order one of my inspirational books, sign up for classes, or pick up some gear in the leader store. Listen to the Everyday Business Leaders podcast, apply to be a guest in our studio, or even sponsor your own commercial advertisement. Contact us today at everydayleaders.com. Tell me about the Greenwood Education Foundation. Who specifically the areas that you're serving, what are you guys doing and what are kind of the plans for this next mm. year? Cause you're, so involved in that it's I could talk all day
1: about the <laughs> education foundation it really is such an amazing organization and I'm so thrilled to be a part of it um, essentially we started out in 2014 and we offered uh, teacher grants to supplement like federal and state budget cuts so when you know teachers were needing supplies for their classroom or they've got a group of really high ability kids and they want to do a project with them but they don't have the funds and they're funding these things out of their own pocket Pockets, or you've got a group of special needs, you know, kiddos, and you, know, you found this really cool piece of equipment that would help them read or adapt in some way. Um, but again, you know, where's the money coming from? That was the start of our education foundation, and we, to this day, that is still, you know, the the heart and soul of our foundation. We give um, forty, roughly. Forty to fifty thousand um, dollars every year to classroom teachers mm-hmm. to fund initiatives and their needs, but then when COVID hit, uh, schools shut down, kids were no longer getting lunches at school, and it really peeled back the curtain to the other needs that our citizens had, and most of the nonprofits. Johnson County is very quirky. Um, we, you know, Greenwood is the largest municipality in the county. However, all of our nonprofits are headquartered down in Franklin. That used to, you know, that's the county seat. And back 150 years ago, you know, Franklin was the hubbub. Mm -hmm. So all of our resources are centered down there and they struggle, you know, to connect to the citizens here in Greenwood. And so... Not that we want to step in and fulfill every need you know that's way too big of a of a need for one little organization but we did realize um, that there there were needs, and we are one of the few nonprofits here within the city limits. Um, and so we started something called GEF Cares, and it essentially was food, clothing, and mental health. We're going to be the three pillars that we focused on. Food was easy. Right away, we started that, um, especially with COVID, seeing the shutdown. And then um, we went into coats and clothing. And then this year we started mental health. Um, we've gotten a grant and we're able to provide free music therapy for elementary kiddos oh, wow. um, to be serviced in groups at school. Um, this coming Friday, we've partnered with Anthem and we're doing a highlight mental health tailgate um, and just really bringing awareness um, to mental health, talking about it, recognizing it. One thing I think that um, stood out to us the most when we started this was when we started saying things about mental health, people were pulling me aside and saying, nobody knows this, but my high schoolers is you know, seeking therapy. My wife is, you know, she's been taking medicine for years, or, you know, all these people were pulling me aside and saying, hey, this this exists in my household, mm-hmm. but I don't know what to do about it.
0: Mm-hmm. Um,
1: I had a, a really great friend, a colleague that we went through courses together, great family, daughters that are just, you know, successful, and had a, a daughter that was the valedictorian of her class, and this was her senior year. And he basically, he saw our mission and pulled me aside and said, we need to have lunch. Um, I don't know what's happening. My daughter is like unraveling. Um, She's suicidal. We can't get help anywhere. Where do we go as a parent? What are my resources? Nobody knows where the resources are. So you know, that kind of opened our eyes to say like, oh my goodness, this is such a large issue. It's such a serious issue. And it's not just adults that are dealing with these troubles. Um, you know, seeing the kids that are misbehaving in the classroom due to trauma that they've witnessed at home that was, you know, increased because of COVID and the stressors, maybe the loss of a job, the death of a parent, you know, whoever. Um, and so, Long story short, sorry I got off on a rampage. <laughs> no, I'm super imp- passionate about it's it. it's so important. Um, so we started offering this services. However, my super juicy piece of <laughs> exciting news, we had a private donation come to us. And with those funds, we realized that one of the biggest hurdles for these people in need to get services was transportation. Mm. That's the barrier to entry. So we're hosting all of these food drives. We're hosting these coat drives. And the people who need the resources the most can't get to us because they work the night shift or they don't have a vehicle. Mm. So we have bought a mini bus transformed it and it is now mobile services that we can take to the schools um kiddos that don't get haircuts on a regular basis we can take we've got barber chairs we're going to hire some barbers we're going to set up shop for the day at the school and Mm -hmm. offer that and just what a piece of like dignity Mm -hmm. that offers to a kiddo you know when you can't get your haircut on the regular basis Mm -hmm. you get your haircut at the beginning of the year for picture day and then you know that's it yeah yeah so wow. I'm not even sure what our original question was, <laughs> but I think it was about the Education Foundation. So that is kind of where we are That's in a so nutshell. Cool. Yeah. And that then we've just so kind of exploded cool. with scholarships. Um, we want to do, moving forward, we want to do a scholarship for the trades. Mm-hmm. That's something that we haven't started yet, but we recognize that there's a need for that. Possibly looking into scholarships for kiddos going into the military. What does that look like? What are their needs? Um
0: so it's exciting. That's really yep. cool. Yep. That is so cool. Endless
1: possibilities.
0: Wow. So you're servicing all of Johnson County. So we're
1: really primarily servicing all of the school families of Greenwood Community Schools. Okay. But with that being said, we branch out. You know, mm-hmm. when we do our drive through food pantries, it's unrestricted. Anybody can come. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think going back to community the only reason we're able to offer these services are because of our local businesses that donate and support our mission. Mm -hmm. Um, And so that's why I say it's that Greenwood's got that perfect mix of we're still small. We still, you know, our numbers are not crazy big in the school system, but we've got enough businesses within the community to support that cause and then really directly help those that are within our community. Wow. Yeah,
0: that's Amazing!
1: It's really fun. (laughs) To think about
0: all the things that have developed, you know, since you got involved with that, and Mm -hmm. I remember just, you know, talking about all the things that you wanted to do, yeah, and now where it is today, and so.
1: COVID was a weird
0: time, you know. It paused
1: everything for a period of time, but then it almost seemed like it was also the catalyst for Mm -hmm. all of these other things to kind of fall into place. So, don't you think people
0: got clear? Right. They got clear and they really identified what were the real needs. And like you said, Mm -hmm. you didn't understand. Yeah. A lot of people didn't understand. And I'm working with a school system now that I can't wait to talk to you about. (laughs) (laughs) But it's the same thing. You know, you have this element of so many of these kids, they can't show up to study Mm -hmm. because they don't have the other things that are vital. Right. And so, how do we? How do we help that? Yeah. And, uh, so that's really, really cool.
1: It kind of opens our eyes to service the whole child right. and not just the academic piece. Yep.
0: Yeah. Talk about inclusivity, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so good. when you have your food pantries, how do we find you?
1: So the food pantries, we are in the middle of trying to pivot how we're going to offer that service now that we have the bus. The bus is brand new. Mm-hmm. So in the past, we would have them a couple times a year at the Greenwood High School, um, and they would be very large-scale drive-through pantries. I think we're going to try and utilize the bus maybe in more local resources that we know are our are areas of need first. I don't know. We're still trying to, to cool. flesh that out. But all of our events that you can find either way are either on our social media page, the Greenwood Education Foundation Um, or on our website
0: cool so when's your next big event because I know I've been to several of them so our next big event
1: we just had a swing for the green event at the back nine Mm -hmm. which was super fun Mm -hmm. Um, our event that we are servicing the community is going to be our tailgate event the highlight mental health on Friday and then in November I want to say it's November 9th we're hosting our coats cuts and cookies and that's where we give our big coat giveaway for kiddos um we bring in barbers and stylists and they come and cut hair for free and then you got to top it off with a cookie right because why not um And then our big fundraising event, though, is our signature Monte Carlo night, and that happens on the last Saturday of February every year out at the Sycamore. We've got the Sertoma Club. They come in. They bring all of their their games. We've got um, Jack Christie from the Christie Auction, Mm -hmm. and he comes and he does our live auction piece. We've got Rafael Sanchez, who's our (laughs) MC, and he is just (laughs) so much fun. Like You can just go on all day Mm -hmm. um, talking about what a great host he is for events. So that's our, that's our big, that's our big one. That's the one that really funds all of our grants, um, and kind of drives that engine. But we're, we're trying to work in some fun stuff here and there. We've got the little Halloween parade that's coming up and Greenwood's having their very first Christmas parade in November this like year. That. Yeah. that's so really So cool. we're hoping to dress the bus up and participate in both of those and get out into the community a little bit. Wow. Yeah. Wow.
0: So what's your ask? What can people do for you today to to elevate your visibility, to help get involved?
1: So I would say my ask would be um, to definitely hop on, follow us on Facebook for the Greenwood Education Foundation. Um, you know, the more recognition we have for the events that we host, the more businesses that want to connect, you know, we're all about serving this, serving the businesses as well. So mm-hmm. we've got a great audience. Uh, we've got basically the whole school, school corporation and then all of their kids as they matriculate out um, stick with us on social media. So, you know, know if we can recognize and plug in your business great and you know it can kind of be a a, both of us can benefit from that relationship of providing for the community through those sponsorships and then recognizing you on social media Um, but I would say outside of the Greenwood Education Foundation as a citizen of Greenwood I'm gonna say get involved somewhere get involved even if it's something small. Volunteer your time, talent, treasures some way, somehow. Um, There are a million organizations out there. And I will say um, as great as a catalyst was, you know, when COVID hit for certain programs, that piece that we were talking about Mm -hmm. of people pausing for a second and reevaluating what they want to do and where they want to spend their time, Love that when it comes to a personal level, um, but we still need bodies on these boards and volunteers, you know, helping the events happen. Mm -hmm. And our community is only going to be as great as we choose to make it. Mm -hmm. Um, Don't wait for someone else to step up. You know, you are that someone else. So I would say find an organization that's close to your heart, whatever it is, um, and just reach out nobody's going to say, no, we don't need the help. (laughs) (laughs) Nobody's going to turn you away in any shape. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so that would be my ask, is just step up some way, somehow, even if it's small. Any small offer of assistance is always greatly benefited.
0: Gosh. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, thanks Thanks. for having me. This has been awesome, you know. I do love this program. I (laughs) love
1: the concept of this program because it is. It's all about community and everybody's connected to that.
0: Yeah, it is. And, you know, we wanted to really say and elevate the business leaders that are, what are we doing to make our community better? Mm -hmm. Because we should be having the resources, but it's only if we connect. Right. It's only if we understand, we have awareness. And like you said, learning the things that you've been learning, now you know how to expand and you're getting more people involved Mm -hmm. in helping you elevate your cause. So I just love it. Well,
1: and I always look at businesses that serve the community I choose to spend my dollars there. You know, that's your buying power is where Mm -hmm. are you going to shop and are you going to shop local? And do you know what that means? Mm -hmm. It's your local businesses that are donating to your community. Mm -hmm. Um, Not to say the big box stores don't, but they normally have some hoops you got to jump through. You know, it's your local ones that will throw over, you know, $500 cash, no problem for a program that you need. Mm -hmm. Um, So, yeah, when I think about Christmas gifts and those, you know, teacher gifts and all of those things, I'm always thinking... How can I shop local?
0: Yep. so cool. Well, mm-hmm. I hope it's not another 5 years. Yes.
1: <laughs> or how exciting if it is another 5 years to say that you're still going strong. We will
0: be. It'll just be, you know, who knows what it's going to be. That's right. But uh, this was really great to have you here because we're just relaunching kind of this brand or this this kind of thought mm-hmm. about bringing these business leaders together. So I wanted to really celebrate you because you've just been somebody that has constantly pushed it forward to see what you believe to help other people get excited and involved. And well, so thank you for that. Thank you for offering the platform yeah. in which to tell it. Oh, you're yeah. welcome. You're welcome. All right. So did you hear that? Get involved. <laughs> get involved. Get involved. Get involved. Pick an agency. Pick a community. Found fundraising program. Pick something and get involved today. Take that action, as Tiffany says. Follow them on the Greenwood Education Foundation on Facebook. Hopefully we'll see you at some other events because it takes all of us to be community leaders to make it successful. And Greenwood's got it. <laughs> I think That's you right. said that right. Um, thanks for following the program. Be an everyday business leader, and we will see you on the next segment.